You are listening to Melbourne Lights Church Weekly Podcast. Hello, family and friends. We're back. It's so good to have you with us. And I've got Elodie with me today. Yay, what a privilege. Yay, this is special. Yeah. We got to um, sit together on Sunday and chat. We did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Twice in one week. I hadn't thought about that. And here we are again. And oh. this is going to be not, not so much an interview, I think more of a chat, chat together. Yeah, perfect. So get a cuppa if you're at home. Yeah. If you're driving, don't do that. <laughs> Just and listen, I enjoy. thought today, actually, yeah. I want to take the chance, because you host these all the time, and we don't always hear about who you are. And so I was oh. thinking about you and I was like, really? if you don't know Gabby, Gabby is an incredible woman who lives out everything that she shares. And I had the privilege of knowing Gabby since we joined the church about the same time. So yes, maybe true. you've got nearly 20 years ago now. Yeah, 18. 18. Goodness Jordy. me, that's very yeah. old. Yeah. We're old. And I was young then. I was young. Elena, and you were still young next... for the record. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. We're both young. But Gabby, you were just in that next season of life. And when you're at that young adult stage, you look to people in that next season. And you were always the person that I thought, oh, if I could be a mum like her, if I could love Jesus like her. And now that I get to do life like you do, and just to watch you continually step into more and more of God and what he has for you. And I just wanted to honour you and love you in that. So Gabby has four amazing kids who all love Jesus. She's got a beautiful husband and she has served faithfully on the church leadership here at Melbourne Lights Church for, oh gosh, it must be time. probably 17 or 16, 16 or 17 yeah, years yeah, now. Possibly. So amazing. And in the highs and the lows and seeing God be faithful through it all. And you've been so faithful. And I just wanted to oh, yeah, wow. let people know about how awesome you Thank are. Thank you. Today. Oh. So sorry. That's Gabby. She's Hi. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Um, what an honor and a privilege. Oh. Thanks, Elodie. And I love being on team with you guys. Like it's fun. We, we have you on fun. Team. We it's do have fun. Adventures. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and we're all different, and that's okay. Very different. That's the beauty of it. That's what exactly. makes us team. Mm, we yeah. all bring something different. So good. I love it. Well, today we're going to continue our discipleship series called Disciple Shift. <laughs> um, and that's um, because we're shifting back to what the biblical, no- biblically awesome. normal way of discipleship is. We feel like God's really on this in this season, yeah. and he wants us as the church, not just us, but as the church as a whole to get back to being disciples who make disciples disciples that look like jesus yeah and it wasn't you know something he gave to superstars Mm. evangelists professional Mm. christians i mean i don't even know what that is (laughs) the paid ones but um it's for every believer isn't it it's it's a command that he gave all of us to go and do that yeah so yeah so it's exciting so as always i always invite you guys come on the journey with us and hopefully you'll be stirred challenged equipped encouraged and um Mostly we want to grow up. We yeah. want to be the church that really um, glorifies Jesus yeah. in every way and looks like him. Yeah. 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 Jesus took people with him everywhere he went. We want to be like that. We yeah. take people to him everywhere yeah. we go. I love that. So I love that. And it's really as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, see Jesus and do what he, he yeah, did. Yeah, he did. Say what Beautiful. he said. Let's do that. So today um, we're actually doing, it's, it's an interesting kind of name of a topic um, under this discipleship banner but it's it's called a place at the table and we're going to unpack the significance of what that means i loved on sunday matt preached a message that was really beautiful and really powerful actually Mm. about beholding jesus and honestly there's nothing more more powerful nothing more beautiful nothing more we can do really than then get in our secret places, mm-hmm. get before him and behold him. Yeah, nothing changes our life like beholding him. Nothing. When yeah. you see Jesus, it changes everything. everything. Like yeah. everything. And there's a saying that says that you become what you behold. Mm. And I love that. It's the more we glance mm. and look and linger yeah. looking at Jesus, yeah. like 
the, the love of our lives, um, the more we're being transformed yeah. into his very likeness. So and then we get to produce what we behold. We get to be like Jesus and it yeah. flows from that place. It doesn't flow from just following a, a set of rules or teachings or it comes, everything comes from that place. Mm. So good. In the light of who he is, he changes who we are. Yeah. Yeah. So, so beautiful. beautiful. Um, so if we want to be disciples who are like Jesus, then we need to behold him. That's that's really the first and foremost and ongoing thing forever. And we'll do that into eternity. Very good. Um, so it's, exciting. It's so exciting. We want to be like Jesus. Well, let me start with a scripture in Acts 2, 46, 47. It says this. With one accord, they continue to meet daily in the temple courts and to break bread from house to house, sharing their meals with gladness and sincerity of heart, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Yes, Jesus. How nice is that? And some of that is such simple stuff. They met daily Mm -hmm. in the temple courts and in homes. Um, What did they do in homes? Break bread, share meals, bring stuff to share. We love meals. We love food. It's so normal. Like they were normal people. And that's what I love about the disciples and what what the Bible shows us. Yes. We too can do this. Like they were just like us. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Mm. Yeah. So good. They were just like us. So much food in the Bible. All the food. Many feasts, many banquets. So much celebration, life. so true. Breaking bread and sharing meals were all part of what discipleship and fellowship Mm. looked like. And you might um, be surprised. Like I was looking at a few articles actually. If you look up the benefits of sharing meals together, there's so much much out there. If you've never experienced it, read about it to realize what it does and then do it. It's really powerful. And one, these are just a few points I got from one article. Um, It said community happens around meals. So true. And we see that, like culture happens around meals. Look at how many Mm. cultures gather Mm. around meals. Meals. It's so important to that um, culture and to those families. As people, this is what the article says, as people share meals together, they share customs of their culture and they share heritage. So good. And oftentimes stories are shared over a meal that connect Mm. people with each other's worlds. Mental and emotional health are always better when connected in community. So powerful. Actually makes you wonder, like, have we lost some of that? Yeah. Especially in our Western society. Oh, when you think yeah. about the mental health, like, epidemic, like, how it's just off the charts. Yeah. And, and people are so alone. The loneliness mm-hmm. epidemic. And it's amazing that, you know, psychology and the world even is saying that that Come meals, together. coming together yeah. in community, and often meals are a good point to yes. gather around, yeah. make a difference. Yeah. I think too often too in our society when we do have meals together there's such a pressure on it to be some sort of performance or be perfect yeah. instead of just the natural of coming together just yep. oh come over for it let's have sandwiches or we'll have exactly. a big bowl of soup it's just normal or bring a chicken on the way let's yeah. just be together is the point but food does something in that yeah so, yeah it's amazing yeah, so I love good. that that's really important to know um so this article goes on to say sharing a meal together has also been shown to increase this was amazing mm. the secretion of oxytocin more commonly referred to as the love hormone oh, or the cuddle hormone. Goodness me, you and Dave and Pillow talked last week and the love hormone and the cuddle hormone oh, this dear. week. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's an amazing thing that God's created in us. Yeah. Um, this hormone, when secreted, increases feelings of love and closeness between humans. Mm. Like how, in, how smart is God to create yeah. something within us that as we eat, which is enjoyable in yes. itself, yeah. we, we begin to bond on a level that we wouldn't have otherwise. Like... 
That's amazing. So powerful. I love how like science studies something that the Bible's always said to do and science unpacks it. Oh, that actually does happen. We can yeah. see that physically happening yeah. in your mind or in your body or your brain releases this chemical when that happens. We're like, oh, the Bible always told us to do yeah. that. Like, and then it's like, that makes sense. Yeah, God's that pattern. Makes so perfect. God's pattern. Mm. He's so smart. <laughs> I love that. Um, so it's no wonder Jesus placed a high value yeah. on connecting with people and eating with people. Like there's so many stories in the Bible, isn't there, where Jesus would gather with people and he'd say, I'm going to eat at your place or he'd yes. come and he'd be eating with the disciples or, you know, he just like, even after he rose from the dead, yeah. one of the first things he does is to cook breakfast yes. for the disciples. hundred percent. So lots of his miracles were around disciples, like water into wine and the yes. fishes and the loaves. Like, yeah, amazing. food. I yeah. love that. So good. So good. Wow, Even Jesus. like, I love that, like in your article, it talked about cultures because when yeah. we come to eat meals together, different yeah. cultures do that in different ways and when yes. you come together and you share that you understand one another more too yeah. like oh that's so beautiful and to appreciate the richness True. of culture like True. i love that about this nation we have such a multicultural nation and yeah. everyone's bought so much yeah. let's share it and learn from one another's cultures there's, oh. like there's kingdom yeah. culture is the most important yes. and we all bring bits of who we are that is like not anti-kingdom culture no. it's something that just adds to it's the exactly richness of life that. like it adds flavor yeah like, it does. like in yeah. meals the yes. meals have all different flavors yeah. And different spices yeah. and, and that's and what people coming together yeah. in the body does looks that like. the mm-hmm. flavors of who we are so is so rich yeah. and so beautiful and so, so diverse good. and i love it oh that's so good that is so good um so i just wanted to say though this as much as we're talking about food and and it will come in and out of this whole message we, it's love, not food. Really, we love it it's not really a message about eating meals or preparing mm-hmm. meals um as much as as much as that's beautiful and it's good, mm-hmm. but it's more about if you can catch the heart of it, it's about being like Jesus mm-hmm. and um, doing what Jesus did. And that part of discipleship involves bringing people in and stopping for the one and then bringing them into our worlds 100%. and into our families. Yeah. And one of the most powerful things we can do, like in Acts, with what they did daily was eat meals together, yeah. break bread and share a meal. It's, it's something like, we have to do anyway. Yes. So why not do it with someone? Like, yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Elodie, I know you're really good at this. Like you host people beautifully. You take people on walks and buy, you get coffees or teas <laughs> and off you go. And you just um, bring them into your world and into your who you are and into your family really, really beautifully. Um, oh. You've done that with us even and you've done that with people that you come across at school and... I just learned from you Gabby but wow. it is true it is the doing life with people like yeah. I have a friend who's always like I just want to do life with you and I'm oh. like I was like what does that mean and the, the longer that we've done life together yeah. the more I'm like actually it's just it's hanging out while our kids hang out and talk about the yeah. real the realities of life and yeah. then when you're talking about something that's happening in someone's marriage stopping there and praying like oh let's pray now like that does sound awful and I don't have an answer for you but yeah. Jesus does let's ask yeah. him Or like I have a beautiful friend who just loves to get together with me because says something. She's like, I just feel peaceful when I'm with you. And I'm like, that's Jesus. And I get to pray with her. Then then she would have that peace. But it's because we've just spent time together. Like we've done life together. We've hung out with our kids. Or when our kids weren't there, we've had breakfast. Just us feel so adults and grown up. That's so nice. But yeah, it is that like, and it's not always meals. That's not always like if someone has five kids, it doesn't always work that they can lump at your house they've got to go home and feed their own people but how does it work in the stage of life you're in yeah you can meet together and do life together wow that is really really good um god says he puts the lonely in family doesn't he he does um and families 
all look different. Yes. And um, and overall, I mean, he puts them into his family. Mm. That's what the ultimate thing is to bring them into his family. Yeah. He wants his kids. He wants his family together. Yeah. He wants everyone to be part of. God so loved that he gave Jesus so that everyone could be part of this family. Yeah. And um, that's just um, so on his heart. And in terms of discipleship, that has to look like something. Mm. Like, Elodie, you were saying, like it's got to look like something. Yeah. Um, and how does that fit in your world with where you're at? It's not just... You know, sometimes we think, oh, yeah, he sets people in family. And we think kind of the nebulous, wider family of God, yeah. which it is. Yeah. But then that becomes removed from yeah. you yeah. taking and, responsibility. And or sometimes you've never, someone's mm. never even experienced family at all. So the yes. idea of God's family seems so foreign. But when yeah. they've experienced, like, your model yeah. of family, yeah. then they oh, that's what it looks like to be loved by God and embraced by yeah. him. And yeah. in that, they encounter him. In the yeah. natural, people so often are supernaturally changed because yeah. we're a supernatural people oh it's so good it's yeah. so beautiful yeah yeah so good it's just being intentional yeah it? And it making is. space and that's what jesus did he yeah. stopped for the one he stopped yeah. for the multitudes yeah like it doesn't look like one specific thing and we can't box it in mm. but but he stopped and then he he entered into their worlds and he yeah. brought them into his and yeah. people often um the religious spirit was not happy like the religious people mocked him and judged him for sitting and eating with sinners i mean yeah. that was one of his big things. is look at him he's sitting and eating with with all the sinners and and yet there was something powerful something in the huge change the act yeah. of sitting and eating mm. with these people who yeah. who wanted to be with jesus mm. They and pe- really made did. people question why they believed what they believed. And some of them yeah. didn't want to change what they believed. Yeah. And some of them just were changed for eternity. Like, oh, oh look at him. When we look to Jesus, our judgment falls away because yes. we can love like he loved us. Oh, like, that's so good. So powerful. I love, actually, like you said, like Jesus was single. And I think yeah. often people think, oh, yes. my ministry into that will change when I'm married or when I've got someone or when or I've I'll got I'll be this. able to do it yeah. once I'm, yeah. And I've just been really encouraged by a girl in our church who will just see people who need to be loved and invite them out oh, and she she's single she's on her own but yeah. she sees other people yeah. and hasn't sat back and been like oh no one invites me but has just been so like wow I, what's the word yeah like intentional, intentional about yeah. looking out for the one yeah. who's jesus got for her to love and to join oh. together and she's created other friendships other people have joined together because of what she's done so, so who's he highlighting cool. to you to just invite them out for a meal it doesn't even have to be to yes. your home exactly yeah exactly that's so good so good. I love that. We sometimes underestimate the power, don't we, of bringing someone in, like yeah. you were saying, into family. Yeah. Like because they have filters and brokenness mm. and ideas of what family families are broken, yeah. and so that that already mm. gives them filters. And then also the church has so yeah. many. There's so many misconceptions, and the church has done damage in the yeah, past, 100%. and so that's not always a healthy place. Like when we mentioned church. A lot yeah. of people are freaked walls out or go up walls straight go away. up and yeah. they think, I don't want to park yeah. that because they don't understand yeah. or they haven't seen yet. Yes. Um, but what, coming but, to my house for a meal yes. or let's go out for a meal is like people, that's like, oh, that's safe too. Yeah. It's just a safe landing yes. place for people to come and be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a lot safer and it's such a great step. Um, but but we know we've done a whole thing on Homes of Hope and mm-hmm. that, that wherever we go, we yeah. get to be people who live under an open heaven, who, yes. who have the power of Jesus mm-hmm. and our homes become like church isn't limited to yes. a building or a Sunday morning. We always say that, yeah. you know, a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night prayer meeting. Or, yeah. It's it's every day, yeah. everywhere. And yeah. everywhere we go, we bring people into the house like of God, like the presence of God. 100%. And so to have that expectation that, yeah, they're stepping into my home, mm-hmm. but yes, they're coming into 
a space where God is welcome. Yes. And so I'm expecting him to break in yeah. and touch them, to yeah. heal them, to love them, to, you know, like whatever it is. I think there's the, the key in that, and that's something that you have always like inspired me with, is that expectation. Like every day have the expectation yeah. that whoever I'm going to meet in whatever yeah. case it is, if it's just a coffee, if it's just at the park, if, yeah. it's, if it's at Macca's, if it's yes. at a restaurant, that yes. I have an expectation that Jesus is going to use me so to meet good. with them. Like, and that's such a powerful step in the whole thing. Like, it's so powerful. Yeah, it's so powerful. It, Gabby. Holy Spirit shows up, doesn't he? Yeah. When we start Every to, time. to do this yeah. and we have an expectation and we love people like Jesus, mm-hmm. he's going to show up. Yeah. He just will. Yeah. And so just be ready. Just be ready and you get to be you doing it. Yeah. You don't have to look like anyone else. Yes. Just be you. And that's I think that's where I've got caught up in the past. I like is getting stuck on the oh yeah, but what if I say too much or I do like I mess it up, I don't mm. say it right. But mm. it's just trusting God that He's yeah. faithful. Like even we do fumble through our words, yes. but then He He's it's not our words that convince them anyway, it's the power of Him. Exactly. It's our obedience combined with His power. Yes. That yeah. makes yeah. it change. Yeah, so exactly. Good. Like love, like we've learned, love never fails. Yes. So, so we might fumble, <laughs> we yeah. might not have it all together, or have all the scriptures, or whatever. And like yeah. you said, it's not our words. Mm-hmm. It's um, if they're loved, encountered mm-hmm. by love, mm-hmm. it's not. We're not going to go wrong. Like, yeah. You can't go wrong. Yeah. And God covers that, and yeah, He speaks into their hearts and shifts he things. It's he beautiful. Does. It's like they. It's like I sometimes think it's like we walk around with our own little cloud. Like Eeyore has his own cloud. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's the Holy Spirit that. with us. And when we meet with people, they step into cloud. our cloud. No, it's a beautiful cloud. cloud. Yeah. Wow. And they like, oh, you get to encounter the cloud of who he is when you're with <sighs> me. It's not who I am. That's it's such a great is. picture. I love that. I love that so much. Yeah. Eeyore for the positive. Eeyore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The positive Eeyore with the Holy Spirit cloud. Yeah. I love that. So this is for all of us, isn't it? This is, um, and, and it's not just, you know, sometimes we think, like we've had the privilege of going on the streets and yeah. meeting some people who are, are homeless mm-hmm. and are doing it really rough and tough. But it's not just about bringing those ones in. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, and, and it's life-changing for those ones. Like 100%. it really is life-changing. And often they're the ones like that change quickly. Yes. Other times yeah. it take, it's a long time, but people, yeah. desperate people, the shift type happens often. True. I mean, we should have the expectation it yeah. does with everyone, yeah. but like, yeah. It, yeah. it's just different, isn't yeah, it? Um, it is. And we, we go with what the Holy Spirit brings us and, and sometimes there's a process involved and mm-hmm. that's okay as well. Mm-hmm. We partner with him. Uh, but it's for everyone because everyone wants to be seen. Everyone yeah. wants to be wanted. Everyone wants to be known. Like that, the core of everyone, yeah. of is all of us, known. is to be known, mm. is to be loved and to be known. Like for someone to say, I see you and yes. I choose you. Like yeah. we're all made for a relationship. We long for that. Yeah. That's even like, yeah. that's like where you see social media, like people yes. put stuff out yeah. there because they long for someone to say, oh, well done. Or that's awesome. Yeah. But God's yeah. saying that all the time. They just have never known yeah. that that's what he wants to speak over them. Yeah, exactly. So good. So good. Shall we go on and read um, this next Bible story? Yeah. Second Samuel. Um, oh, we'll no. do Luke first with Zacchaeus. Yeah, good. Um, I'm jumping And then we'll jump to usual. Samuel because yeah. I love that one too. Yeah. But um, I love the story um, in the Bible, like of Zacchaeus. Yeah, it's one it's of amazing. my favorite. Yeah, I know. It is. I love it, but it just shows what happens when one person encounters Jesus. Yeah. Like just one look, like we're saying, one glance, mm-hmm. one calling of his name mm-hmm. uh, is all it takes to be. Mm-hmm you know, seen and, and, you know, it just changes everything. It changes the narrative yep. of people's lives. It did for Zacchaeus. It did for, yeah. for us. Like I know that happened to me. Uh, I, you know, literally turned my back on God, walked away, made a, an actual decision. I don't want to follow you, God, and wow. turned away and lived, 
you know, in sin for not very long, but long enough, <laughs> long enough. Any time away from God is too long. Yeah. And um, I remember just uh, one day walking and just sensing like such a loneliness and an emptiness. And just, I literally, as soon as I felt that and felt so alone, I literally felt the presence of God right there behind me. And he was following me and I knew he was pursuing me. I knew he was there trying to call me back, like to come back. And it's it just, um, he was there, like he knows. Mm. And he calls you by name and he's there even in the midst of your sin. Even when I turned away and turned my back on him, he wasn't put off. He mm. came after me. Like, oh, I love that, Gabby. It's just so beautiful. And it never gets old. Like it's part of my testimony. It happened many, many years ago, many years ago. But it's always fresh. Like mm. it always feels like, like I can't forget it. Yeah. I'm always... I almost get emotional just thinking of it because the re- reality of that hits me every time I, I talk about it. It's like, he was there. He was there, just like he was for Zacchaeus. And, I mean, you might be feeling like that now, like you're yeah. far from God or you don't feel his presence or he, he doesn't pick you or choose mm-hmm. you or see you, but the reality is he does yeah. and he loves you. He wants to meet you right there. He wants to meet you right where mm-hmm. you're at, no matter what you've done, no matter how uh, confused you are or how far you've gone how far you've run yeah yeah he his love won't stop pursuing you and you just have to turn around and say mm. yes lord mm. yes jesus mm. i'm coming with you just yeah. like zacchaeus did even as you were speaking i feel like there's people that are feeling that tug and let's just pray yeah, now that'd be awesome. jesus we thank you that you do pursue us and we just ask now that we would just stop Anyone who's listening today that can feel that tugging would just stop and turn to you again, Jesus, and say, yes, Lord, you are my king, you are my saviour. I repent of what I've done and I choose to turn around and follow you again, Jesus. Follow you for the first time, that you are my God, you are my king. Thank you, Jesus, for the lonely that you just want to knit into family, into your family, Jesus. And would you just find them a healthy family, an incredible, beautiful family that you have picked for people to be a part of, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Mm. So beautiful. Amen. Well, Luke 19, I'm going to read it. We'll, awesome. we'll read bits and put a commentary in there. Yeah, <laughs> love it. So Luke I 19, commentary. and I'm reading from the NLT. This is about Zacchaeus. So let's read. Jesus entered Jericho and made his way through the town. Um, there was a man there named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector in the region and he had become very rich. He tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short to see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree or sycamore fig tree beside the road for Jesus was going to pass that way. And tax collectors were not well-liked people. They were were not well-liked people. And we'll learn later that um, the way he became rich was not doing the right thing either, was it? It was robbing people. Um, But he'd heard that Jesus was coming mm-hmm. and obviously he wanted to have a look. Hungry he was for hungry for Jesus. Yeah. And there's there's nothing that great about Zacchaeus, I mean, yeah, but he wanted to see Jesus. Love it. And sometimes, you know, even for us, I think mm. we need to put um, do something that puts our hunger on display. Jesus yeah, stops, like it draws Jesus' attention yes. when we do something to put our hunger on mm. display. Really good, Gabby. So let's keep going. Um, verse five, when Jesus came back, he looked up at Zacchaeus and called him by name. Mm. Zacchaeus, he said, quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home today. Imagine that. Jesus stopping and saying, I must. He must have been South African. (laughs) I must. (laughs) 
Jesus had an urgency, but Jesus had a heart to go and be a, a yeah. guest at Zacchaeus' house, the, the person who was despised by everyone else. And Jesus, Jesus knew picked. his name. I once read an article that said there's that. The, the, that we don't love a sound. The nicest sound to our ears is our own name. Imagine to hear Jesus oh, speak your yes. name. Like, oh, wow. so powerful. Nothing He's speaking compares. our names, each one of us. Yeah. Like, yeah, nothing compares. Nothing it's does. so beautiful. Mm-mm. I think one of the most important things we can do when we're reaching out, like you're saying, mm. names matter. Yeah. Um, so when we're reaching out, whether it's to a homeless person or someone we meet on the streets, um, I'm talking about people we don't know well. Yeah. Um, when we're doing outreach, it's one of the most important and powerful things to do Find is to name. ask their name. Yeah, like it's really good. simple, but it places such value on yes. them and it shows them that you're worth you're worth yeah. something. I'm. Uh, you're I worth me knowing you. your yeah. name. Yeah. Um, you're significant, mm. and the name that you're given mm. gives you that significance, mm. that value. I think it, it actually, yeah, makes such a difference. Very good. So, number uh, verse six, number six, <laughs> verse six. Zacchaeus quickly climbed down and took Jesus to his house in great excitement and joy. Mm. Can you imagine his face and his like how he felt? But the people were displeased. He's gone to be the guest of a notorious sinner. They grumbled. People love to grumble, mm. don't they? Always, always <laughs> yeah. something to grumble about. But I love how Zacchaeus didn't hesitate to respond. Mm. Did he? He, he no. just jumped down. Who knows what sort of state his house was in? Like, oh, and so many of us would think, oh my god, a tidy up before Jesus food. comes. Food, it's a yep. mess. Yeah. Can we yep. even do it? Maybe we should eat out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, like, I can come into your house. Matt came home, he's like, Jesus is coming. I'd be like, ah! there's underwear on the clothes horse. Oh, like. oh exactly. And, and it's winter here, so clothes horse yeah. and clothes are everywhere. It's like, oh. But Jesus doesn't care. He doesn't just wants to meet us care. where we're at. He doesn't care if our lives are a mess at that stage. So like, good, he's the one that wants to change it. He doesn't want us to change first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. And Zacchaeus didn't even think of that. There was no. just such great excitement yeah. and joy. So and, good. you know, Jesus doesn't stop and call those who are worthy either. He stops and calls those who are of worth. Yes. And that's every single person. And as we've been disciples who make disciples, we need to look at people regardless mm. of whether we think they've done the right thing, wrong thing, sinner, yeah. not sinner. And, um, you know, they smell, they don't smell. Yeah. They are a person of value yeah. and worth. And, um, their value is wrapped up in the fact that they're created in the image of God. God paid a price for them with Jesus. The and so, so we stop. That's mm. why we stop for the one and we care mm. about the one. Yeah. So verse 8, Meanwhile, Zacchaeus stood before the Lord and said, I'll give half my wealth to the poor Lord. And if I've cheated people on their taxes, I will give them back four times as much. <laughs> so what, what a shift. Like just from meeting Jesus. Wow. So powerful. What a shift. Just knowing, being mm-hmm. known by Jesus. I wonder if it would have had, he would have had the same effect if he, Jesus just walked by. Mm-hmm. All Zacchaeus thought was, I'm mm-hmm. going to get a glance at this mm-hmm. so-called saviour, this mm-hmm. Jesus that I'm hearing rumours about. I've heard so about. much about, yeah. Um, but I wonder, I don't know. Yeah. We don't, we'll never know. But Jesus calling out his name and saying, I'm coming to your house, shifted everything. It changed everything. And Jesus didn't walk by, did he? He did stop for the one. He like, didn't That's walk what by. he did. That's the he beauty knew of Jesus. Who, like God was prompting him to stop for. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, so good. So nine, verse 9, Jesus responded, Salvation has come to this home today, for this man has shown himself to be a true son mm-hmm. of Abraham. For the son of man came to seek and save those who are lost. Mm-hmm. Nothing better than salvation. Like that one encounter mm. led to, to, to a meal, mm. to a change of heart, mm. to, to Zacchaeus repenting and giving yeah. back everything yeah. um, plus more. Yeah. 
and salvation came to him and his household mm -hmm. like wow and then to so many more like hundreds of years later who still now we talk about it we talk about this story of this powerful change like people yeah. the people the one we stopped exactly. for how many more will be impacted because we stopped for that one exactly like, so, so good so 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 good and and the key is verse 10 there jesus came to seek and save those who are lost and that yeah. is now our mandate there's nothing yeah. better is there nope and that's the mission we're on. Yeah. Stop for the one, see the one, and then do something. And the expectation, one. like expect that every day there's going to be one. There's going to be someone exactly. you're going to meet that Who's Jesus that one, wants Jesus? to be like. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, ask him to show you. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about discipleship and around the table. Mm -hmm. And as we're talking, obviously, again, we're, we're saying it's not about our literal houses, yeah. although those are perfect places yeah. that God loves to use. Powerful can tools, use. yeah. Powerful tools and such blessings that mm -hmm. we can open up and welcome people in. But it's about our lives that we all become mm -hmm. homes of hope, mm -hmm. literally ourselves. And we become the house of God where supernatural activity of heaven is happening. Like you said, that picture with the cloud, mm -hmm. we walk under an yeah. open heaven. We have this glory cloud ab ab above us and on us. Yes. And we get to bring people into that when you stop for the one and invite them home or you have a coffee at a cafe or meet up at a park or like you said, Maccas, wherever, yeah, whatever wherever that looks like. Yep. And you tell them about Jesus, mm -hmm. you're bringing that person into an encounter mm -hmm. with him and yep. into an encounter with yes. heaven. Yeah. Mm. So, so good. So good. Anything that. else, Elodie, or did you want me to... I just love that. I just love yeah. that, like, that have the expectation to encounter people that they'll encounter jesus find out their names like simple so simple, simple steps like beautiful. yeah powerful very very powerful i yeah. love it you met someone on the street a few years ago die like do you want yeah, to tell us that story? Story? was it two years or it's oh, actually... must be three now Maybe coming up yeah. three three this year yeah. wow time has gone by yeah we were out doing um as we do like a regular planned kind of street outreach yeah. in dandenong and um, I was with David and Sharon, a beautiful lady Aww. from church, and we were just praying and looking and speaking to some people. And then David actually spotted this beautiful older lady coming out of the library. Aww. And he said, oh, she's a lady. Why don't you two go talk to her? And so we thought, oh, all right, we'll go. Sharon and I went up and stopped her. And we had this beautiful conversation. And I ended up just saying, can I buy you a coffee and let's have a chat mm. i want to hear all about you mm. and your life and your story oh, that's and such a key there i want to hear about you not let me tell you like to listen to someone yeah true mm. true um so we stopped at the cafe sharon and david actually kept going at that point to keep they felt to keep going and finding people yeah. to pray for yeah because um, there's so many people out there mm. and we actually um, chatted and then I asked about her life and she told me about her whole life and it was a long, you know, she's an older lady, so she had lots of brokenness. Mm -hmm. And the beautiful thing was we could talk about Jesus and I, I brought hope and, and just there at a cafe, a busy little cafe in Dandenong, long before restrictions and COVID and all that, uh, where we could do that. Yeah. It was beautiful. I'm just grabbing the moment to sit yes. with someone and bless bless them. But then not only that, it, it um, created something in us, like this heart connection happened. Mm -hmm. And then for Christmas that that year it was not long later. It was not long later. Near the end, days, yeah. I thought let's invite her up to our house for Christmas because oh, that's she doesn't have family. She doesn't have anyone. She comes from such a broken background. She's been uh, her family have rejected her, mm. and and probably for good reasons. Yeah. But she needed someone, and and actually she was so open to Jesus, mm. and she actually did believe in him. But she just needed family, and she yeah. needed more. Mm. Like that, God had more for her. 
And so we brought her home for Christmas. It was such a fun Christmas to have her there. It was so beautiful just to set up the table beautifully and just as we would anyway, but just to love on her. And because it felt like we've got a special guest, I went a little bit more overboard with set up the, you know, the Christmas table. I wanted to bless her and brought her gifts and made her feel part of the family. Yes. And well, from, what does the Bible say? Like, as you entertain even the least of these, you entertain me. Exactly. Like, it's beautiful. She's so yeah. beautiful. And then, I mean, she started coming to church, didn't she? I mean, we all yeah. got to love it. We called yeah. her Lady She came Di. into our family, yeah. She became part yeah. of the, the wider family. Yeah. And but we, it started with you stopping for the one and inviting her into your family. Yeah, but. yeah. God's love just broke mm. in on her. And she loved being part of our church. Mm. Like, she loved being part of the family, but then part of the church. She yes. found a place to belong. Yeah. And it was beautiful to see her getting into the Word and growing in her relationship with God and loving Him so much. Oh. She loved the worship. She always encouraged people. And she all, um, oh, her family, God started to restore yeah. relationships in her family as well. And it was just such a beautiful story of redemption and of hope. And it wasn't long later, was it? Like a year later that she actually passed away. And she got suddenly sick and passed away. And you just don't know how long you've got. We just don't know. And there's such an urgency. Yeah. Uh, the urgency of eternity is really on my heart. And yeah. and if we can get over ourselves yeah. and just look and stop for the one and care enough for that one, you don't know what's on the other side of you stopping, um, yeah, on the good. other side of your obedience, yeah. on the other side of your yes to mm. God. We just don't know. And just what God did in her life and mm. her family in such a short amount of time because you guys were faithful. It's amazing. So powerful. And what that does even in your family to invite someone in on Christmas, like it just shift something doesn't it? it's not about us it's yeah. about jesus yes like, especially yeah. christmas like it's especially. about jesus so, so good so, so oh, beautiful i love that i know um okay we've got another um bible verse to read or story actually and um i really love this story because it, it speaks about um what the power of bringing someone to the table, the king's table, can do. And um, Elodie's going to read it gonna for read us. We're going to read this, yeah, because it's got 9. some curly names, so get ready. <laughs> it does, so we're going to have some fun. So 2 Samuel 9, one day David asked, Is anyone in Saul's family still alive? Anyone to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? He summoned a man named Zeba, who had been one of Saul's ser- servants. Are you Zeba? the king asked. Yes, sir, I am, Zeba replied. The king then asked him, Is anyone still alive from Saul's family? If so, I want to show God's kindness to them. God's kindness. Zeba replied, Yes, one of Jonathan's sons is still alive. He is crippled in both feet. Where is he? the king asked. In Lodabar, Zeba told him, at the home of Machia, son of Amiel. So David sent for him and brought him from Machia's home. His name was Mephibosheth. He was Jonathan's son and Saul's grandson. When he came to David, he bowed low to the ground in deep respect. David said, Greetings, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth replied, I am your servant. Don't be afraid, David said. I intend to show kindness to you because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. I'll give you all the property that once belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will eat here with me at the king's table. And back then, like, to be a cripple was such oh, a shame. Yes. And to be invited to the king's table as someone right. who, like, the world would have looked at with yeah, shame. Yes. Mephibosheth um, me- bowed respectfully and exclaimed, Who is your servant that you should show such kindness to a dead dog like me that the world would make him feel like that? Oh. Then the king summoned Saul's servant Zebra and said, I have given your master's grandson everything that belonged to Saul and to his family. You and your sons and servants are to farm the land for him to produce food for your master's household. But Mephibosheth, your master's grandson, will eat here at my table. 
Zeba had 15 sons and 20 servants. Zeba replied, Yes, my lord, the king, I am your servant and I will do all that you have commanded. Would we say that to the, mm. Jesus? And from that time on, Mephibosheth ate regularly at David's table like one of the king's own sons. Oof, that's the heart of God, isn't it? Shame, the world shame makes us feel unworthy. Yeah. But the kindness of God leads people to repentance. So often we think it needs to be our kindness, but the, just the, the kindness of God, the kindness of the king, his oh. kindness brings them into family. Yeah, it's oh. so powerful. It actually yeah. makes me emotional just to the heart of the father, there, yeah. like the heart of the king, just to, to do the, that. I love, I love that story. I love, yeah, like you said, um, the crippled mm. were not treated well mm. were not looked after mm. and he even of himself thought you know i'm just a dog like yeah a dead dog like yeah i'm worth nothing yeah and how often do people feel that they may not yeah. be physically crippled but they feel so worthless yeah. and because that, of sin and shame and yeah, yeah there's so much that cripples us yes um guilt and yeah yeah it's just there's so much brokenness mm. in people and to invite to be invited mm. in mm. As, as a son, too, in the place of a son. Not just like, oh, yeah, just sit at the table, but come into my family and I will treat you. And that's what God says, like, come into yes. my family. Yes. And I will treat you like a son, not like just yeah. another person at the yeah. table. but Yeah, exactly. And it's amazing, even in this story, that, that David um, supplied, like, an, it was mm. like he gave him, mm. he wanted to show kindness. Mm. That's, mm. that's, we go with confidence because mm. we know God is good and he's a kind God yes. and he wants to show kindness to yep. people. He's not coming with judgment and a stick yep. um, to beat them into submission or to, yeah. you know, um, to tell them off. They know they're sinners. Yes. Like most people know yep. they're doing the wrong thing or they're not worthy. Yep. Most people know that that's why the enemy uses that. Um, he uses shame mm. to keep people so crippled. Like I love the picture of the crippled, like both feet were crippled. Yeah. It's like... You can't go far because you, this is what you're under. This is who you are. And yet God says, no, you're not a dead dog. You're not worthless. You are worthy of coming to my table. I love that. He invited him in. Not only that, he repaid him. Like he said, I want to yeah. give you all the property that once yeah. belonged to your grandfather Saul. Yeah. Like there was a repaying of yes. what the enemy had come and stolen. stolen of him and God does that doesn't yeah. he he restores the years the locusts have, have yeah. eaten away he restores yes. the stuff that we think we're so ashamed mm. of and that the we stuff we could never see healing yeah. or fullness come exactly. to it and he's like here like wow yeah so it's powerful so powerful it's so beautiful mm. and his kindness then brings them into family and it's like at that table like yes. I always have this picture that his crippledness was hidden mm. no one would have known it mm. it was hidden under the table mm. of love like God's love covers a multitude mm. of sins Ooh, very he good, welcomes Kathy. people in and yes. he covers our shame with the table of his presence yeah. like, wow it's beautiful it's so powerful it's oh, so powerful I love that I've always loved the part um of Psalm 23 where it says like he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies and even we can like do that for people when people's lives are at war when they step yeah. into your home or into a place with you they come into a place of peace no matter what's going on around them yeah. that when they encounter you they encounter that peace and oh, would that be so what true. happens when we encounter the one would we like 
feast with them at the table yes. that God's provided. Oh, so beautiful. So good, Gabby. It's so good. Um, one last little quick story, but um, and I won't go into it, but it just relates to this really well because we also, we have another friend at church yes. that um, we met see, a few months ago. See, can you see ago. why I love her? Why she's awesome? A few months. All the stories. Oh. So much you've done for Well, Jesus. this was David, actually, who went and met him on the, the streets. The tour one, the tour one. But, <laughs> but he met this beautiful friend on the streets of Dandenong, yeah. homeless, helpless, alcoholic, mm. um, suicidal that he would say now um, and and David led him to Jesus like into an encounter with the Lord on the streets of Dandenong and, and I remember that day and it was hard and David was tired and no one really wanted want to, to go. go out no one wanted to go oh. out no one and even this friend who was there the one who's on the street um, said he was about to go and he just thought nah something told me I need to stay mm-hmm. he didn't know what that was but he thought I've got to stay and then obviously God God ordained God Love set it. up David did it, and but then we just, as soon as he told me about it, I'm like, we've got to invite him in. Yeah. We need to invite him into family. I can't, mm-hmm. we have to have him come over. And it was like, it was almost like I couldn't. Like an urgency. It was an urgency. Mm-hmm. And David just kept calling, calling, calling until one day he got through. He finally got hold of, he didn't answer the first time. And, and it's it yeah, shows sometimes we need to pursue. True. Yeah, keep going. Don't give up. Keep yep. going. Yep. They're worth it. Just keep yep. going. Do what you can. Well, that's um, a shame, stopping people. Like, oh, I feel bad, but. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Keep yeah. Calling. Yeah. Exactly. And we knew this would make this would just this we had to. This was the heart of the father to bring him in, and so we got him. He came, and I could tell the whole story of him. But the, just that first time he came into family, into our family, and had dinner, I remember he looked shell shocked. He was quiet. <laughs> he looked overwhelmed. He was trying to hold it together, um, and he just. I mean, he did cry a few times in the night, and in the end, he just said. I feel so much part of family. I've not even been treated this like this by my own family. My own family rejected me. I have not had this for years, for years. And he just was overwhelmed. And it was like coming into our family again brought such healing. And he actually felt worthy, like worth it. And he looks forward to it. It's a weekly thing now. So beautiful. (laughs) But that family, again, led to him coming into the wider Mm. family of God where he's been baptised, filled with the Spirit, he prays in tongues. He's changing, isn't he? Oh, 100%. He looks different every week. And that's discipleship, isn't it? It's not a one-off. It's now we walk together. Like we met and now we walk together. Yeah. Oh, and it's so so beautiful. So powerful, so beautiful. And every one of us can do this. And just your kids grow up now in a household where this is normal. Like this is what you do. This is what family is. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So family beautiful. includes people that we yeah. find that Jesus has brought. I in think so often we think, oh, family is something we have to protect, but actually, family yes. is something we have to share. Like, oh, that's powerful. Invite Ellie. people into your family, and you do that so beautifully. That is powerful. I love that. Well, we are out of time, and we are going to finish. But always, are always out of time <laughs> because there's so much as we start. <laughs> there's so much that needs to be said, and the Holy Spirit's just here, and He's on it. But, you know, there's so many people that have been crippled with shame or yeah. with regret or mm. sickness or addictions. They may be the homeless, but they may also be your neighbour yeah. or your relative. Yeah. They may be your colleague or the person at the shops yeah. or the mum you see at school yeah. drop off, you know, or someone at uni. Yes. The enemy has come to cripple people with fear and unbelief, but we get to see them. Yes. We get to have eyes to see and then to invite them to the table of grace. Beautiful. How beautiful. The table where they may not only meet the king, Mm -hmm. they not only meet us, Mm -hmm. they meet the king, Mm -hmm. Jesus, but then they become a son or a daughter. Oh. I want to paint grace on my dinner table now. Oh, oh it's beautiful, isn't it? It's beautiful. Yeah, Yeah. the table of grace. I love that. Elodie, can you pray for us? Yeah, definitely. 
Jesus, we just thank you for the incredible example of a life of stopping for the one. So much was going on. There were so many voices, so many people had opinions about what you should do and how things should be done. But you heard the Father and you stopped for the one and our lives are still changed years and years and years later because of that and jesus would would you just break us for the one would you help us stop for the one to see the one every time we leave home or even at home would we have an expectation that you're going to put people on our hearts and highlight people to us that you have for us to stop for and just to show them and bring them to the table of grace to love them to know their name and to speak your beautiful life to them lord would you help us to listen to people's stories so that we can meet with them and introduce them to you jesus thank you lord would we be changed today jesus lord if there's anyone that's listening who who hasn't um who hasn't yet been able to meet you jesus would you just meet them now right where they are would they just encounter you jesus thank you that you can meet us anywhere if we're on the side of the road if we need to pull over in our car if we're at home on our beds on our couch god that you are there and your holy spirit just Mm. wants to encounter us right now jesus Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for David and for Gabby and for their incredible family and all the people that they have met and brought to the table of grace. And we just ask for more, Lord, more for their family, more for us as their wider church family, Lord. Would we meet with people and bring them to the table of grace? Thank you for your incredible, perfect plan and your pattern that is in the Bible. And would we step into more and more of that, Jesus? Amen. Amen. Wow. Yay. Good luck. That was so good. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. Uh, that was powerful. Loved we just it. encourage you to go for it. Do um, it. Do it. And um, let us know how you go. You yes. Know, share email it. us. Share it. Yeah. Post pictures. Do what. Love it. Do, do whatever it takes whatever to, to it takes. stop for the one and Thanks. love the one. So bless you guys. Until next time. See you later. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If you have any questions or would like more information, please contact us at melbournelightschurch.com.au.